Hello and welcome to episode 11 of season 3 of the podcast for the recently deceased. I'm Nate Roberts. I'm Randy Godek. Hello, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing well. Um, I'm glad to be here talking about movies. Um, we've got... Movies, yeah. Yeah, yeah, movies. Uh, we've got a great back-to-back uh, -back here, I think. Back-to-back. Um, back-to-back. Yeah. Back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um we reviewed uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, uh, Blood and Honey last week or last episode, and mm -hmm. um, tonight we are going to talk about Kill Her Goats, written and directed by Steve Walsh, starring Kane Hodder, starring Kane Hodder, uh, Ariel Racine, Ellie Gonzalez. Um, that's all they give you there. Mm-hmm. Audra's graduation gift is her dream house, but it soon becomes a living nightmare when some uninvited guests come to her homecoming party who aren't very subtle about the fact they don't approve of the home's new owner. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> sure. That's the plot. <laughs> sure. Yeah, okay. I guess it is. <laughs> All right. Killer Goats <laughs> is a lot like a movie that you would find at like 1 a.m. on Cinemax that like has such a paper thin plot and is just like, um, you know, what softcore uh, porn model actresses um, yeah. and and literally no shame, like. Zero. The, the film has zero, zero inhibition, shame. zero yes. shame. Absolutely. Every every Agreed. character. Yeah, it's it is. I beg the question: Why don't you just make pornography? Like, why even go take the effort to make a softcore horror film when you could just actually make porn? Um, especially if you got the money, right? Uh, it seems like you do. You've done this before with the movie Muck, um, which wasn't very I much. I feel like <laughs> I feel like actual sex workers would probably cost more, though. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's more more, more money to produce an indie porno than a than, right. a than a B movie. Well, I mean, he's he, he spent the money on Kane Hodder to sell the the Blu-ray because <laughs> that's the only reason. People bought this movie, right? Of course. The yes. the, the trailer came out. It, it uh, well, and here's the other thing. But let's note, um, this if we can quickly edit this, this will be coming out before anyone gets a chance to see it. This film doesn't truthfully really drop, I believe, until April twenty eighth. Right, April twenty eighth. Uh, and because you happen to see it and you wanted to order because of Kane Hodder, because of the cool DVD art, yep. you're like, this could be awesome. Let's just do it. You yeah. did it up. You ordered it. They released it before the actual release date. Yeah. Right, so I have the Blu-ray, because I saw the special edition Blu-ray, Steelbox, blah, 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 has a handwritten note from Steve Walsh in it. Um, Kane Hodder, 30 bucks, whatever, you know. I got the Blu-ray. I'll watch it again one day. Yeah, to be, to when, be like, when, when Pitt wants to do a movie and you're like, yeah, yeah sure, we can watch it again. And he's just, we're hanging around late and just drinking. Like, sure, we'll put it on. Uh, I would love to watch this again. I would love to watch this with you. I'd love to, you know, to yeah. get into it because of how it's, this is similar to Blood and Honey in that you're laughing at how bad it is. 
Right. But this has the benefit of if it is your persuasion to enjoy boobs and ass, you get to have yeah. a bountiful feast of all of those things. Yeah, there's there are there's a scene where one of the women is in the shower and the camera just joins her in there for like 90 seconds. And then there's a, a, a that that's the dark haired girl. And then and then they takes a back. break and then goes back to her for <laughs> yeah. more 90 seconds. Yeah. Uh the, yeah. When the so, blonde is taking a shower, the other blonde is coming in and out talking to her all the time so they do, keep do having to do your overall this. score here. <laughs> yeah. I want to break down some of these scenes and relive some of these all right, uh, all right. these uh <laughs> these uh these these uh pitch tents um, all right <laughs> give, okay. a, give a rundown real quick all right here we go kill her goats um a skinamax level uh b horror movie um with uh mostly once again practical effects um lots of tna uh this is a movie that um joe bob briggs would say check it out uh, <laughs> um, this is a movie that that uh, uh, Diana Prince would be in. I'm surprised she wasn't in it. Um, or they couldn't they, afford her. About couldn't afford her. Yeah, she's you know actually she's probably way too popular to be in this movie. Yeah. Um, you'll get some good laughs, um, some big eye rolls, and a surprising fun and uh, satisfying uh, twist ending. Mm. I give it a 4 out of 10. So, Kill Her Goats uh, is completely confusing and weird movie with such an interesting art house title that you're like, this could be greatness. And then, yeah, very very quickly you realize nope it is what nate said it is a a skinamax original um the acting is horrible uh they kind of do the thing like they do in feast where they do like the those titles and so you're informed about the characters as they come on screen and it kind of and even in the end credits they kind of like reiterate who they are and the only reason why they're in the movie and you were like yes this was just a vehicle to showcase the physical prowess of the female leads in the movie. Uh, shameless. Uh, it's offensive. It's misogynistic. It's uh, grotesque and, and all of that. Uh, but if you don't take things seriously, you can enjoy and uh, relish in all of that gratuity, and uh, which I did. I thoroughly enjoyed how absolutely stupid the people in the movie were and the movie it was itself. Uh, the actions, the the sets, the setups. It's an excuse to just showcase the girls in compromising positions uh, in scenarios, and uh, and it's entertaining most of the time, laughing at how insane and absurd it is. So for me, ultimately, I landed also at a four out of ten for Kill Her Goats. I enjoyed this more than Blood and Honey. Uh, and it has a, a different kind of rewatchability because of what's involved in it. I was watching it with my wife, and I was like, I'm just like, I, I, <laughs> I got to watch it. We're talking about it. I gotta... <laughs> so let's uh, get into it. I mean, Nate, right. every single scene, I texted you when I was watching this, every yeah. single scene 
is just an excuse. Have the character do something that showcases tier A. Yeah. Oh, it's so con- this it was girl. constant. It was... And let them talk to themselves when there's yeah. no one else there to oh, describe yeah. what they're doing or what Ta- they're about to do. She literally is like looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, uh, my hair, I need to take a shower. And it's like, so then you're like, oh, she's going to be in the shower soon. I'm going to see something. And like, now you're just waiting for the shower scene. <laughs> it was she con- goes outside. She there- does cartwheels. Yeah, yeah. Just to get a jiggle. She's hopping downstairs <sighs> to get a jiggle. She's hopping on beds to get a jiggle. But what about the girlfriend of the one guy? Right? The Yeah. The like the skinny brunette. Uh oh no, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Uh since you don't seem to be giving her the credit, she was the last nude model in Playboy, I'll yes. have you know. And I know that because the end credits told me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two, two or three of them were former playmates. Yes, former uh, playmates. According to the uh, according to the end credits. Um. Okay. All right. So we're in spoiler town. Right? What about her? What about her? You were saying what about her? She she what? Oh, I was just saying like like her, just the outfits that they had the that she was in. Oh yeah. Was, and every second she was on the screen, it was like, what? Am she never I had watching? a shirt on. I think she was always yeah. topless. Yeah, I just couldn't believe it. Like, maybe because I haven't watched, you know, a Skinamax movie since I was a teenager. Yeah, I know. <laughs> since real porn, like, is on the internet now. Uh, <laughs> like, or like, I say now, like, just, it just hit the internet. But like... <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, He's exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> but the this um, this movie, I just I just couldn't understand i was like what is actually happening who thought this was a good idea <laughs> who spent the money um i just it I is just but didn't it's so it. funny like i know yeah you don't and you're like this doesn't make any sense but then like i mean you 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 get what's happening and you just you can you just uh realize like okay this is what this is and now every time that they're doing it everything that they say or everything that they do is just feeding into a vehicle to showcase uh, the girls and how well endowed they are. Um, it's and so it's just enjoyable because of it, because of how stupid it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I we laughed a lot. Like I watched this with Anastasia, Dave Pitt, and <laughs> and Davy. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Why, Davy? Oh, Pitt, you're out of your mind, dude. He's, he's 16. Okay, that's fine, I guess. Yeah. But still. Um... <laughs> I mean, so so like we had a good time watching the movie because mm-hmm. there were four of us, yes. and, and you're all kind of and, laughing, and we're and laughing, like, and like, yeah, make, how and is this jokes. a thing? Yeah, lots of yeah. jokes. Yeah. So let me really quickly, just for anyone else that isn't going to watch it or wants to watch it, just the the idea of the story because we're talking about like what's yeah. happening. So the idea of the story: this girl gets bestowed this house by her father, um, but it has like this curse. Apparently, the family that owns this house has like this lifelong curse of fortune and misfortune. They allude to, and then she comes in contact with the house. Her friends are going to come over and give a party for her, but like then they're like, there's a POV, like there's a slasher movie type thing happening where someone's stalking her. Uh, you don't really see anything transpire there, except then all of a sudden there's goats that show up and noises at night, and now there's goat men that are hunting her. And there's not just one goat man, there's like a family of goat men, uh, Lamia-looking dudes that are terrorizing with um, – Nate, I don't know if you paid attention, not chainsaws, but hedge trimmers. Right. Uh, which – what? <laughs> but 
using the audio of a chainsaw, but it is just a hedge trimmer. It's just blades going like, so it doesn't really work. Once it starts grabbing something, it's just going to get stuck. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, and so they terrorize, uh, and then it just kind of snowballs where they're dispatching some of the goats, and but they're killing some other people. And then eventually goats are being killed. And now there's another chick who's actually the mother of the boy ex-boyfriend of the girl that does own the house. And now she's right. vengeful and wants to kill the girl. She and the up, girl yeah. – Gets like an evil streak and yes, okay, ends up so, one to kill her back. That's right, the twist. So, so that's so the twist. Anyway, so things go crazy and and it and it resolves and right. end of story. And the the house is cursed and whatever. So so this this is the part I really enjoyed in the film mm-hmm. is when there's a moment where the main character who who you know you you kind of do empathize with you kind of are on her side through the whole thing, um, or at least I was. Um, it's through her eyes, but like yeah. Well, but she... <laughs> like you have to, tr- you know. Well, whatever. You don't have to. I try to. Connect, no, I get what you're I, try, saying. I try to connect she's with the, the movie, so I'm, yes, I'm, I'm with her. I'm on her side. Like I even yeah, don't like her. I don't even like how she got, you know, railroaded by her friends. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm actually giving this movie a, a real shot, even though I definitely shouldn't be. <laughs> uh, it comes to a point in this movie where, not she doesn't become the villain, but she starts like she kills one of the goats but now she's like oh i'm just gonna kill anybody who comes near me now like Mm i i have lived through this trauma Uh, a switch has flipped in my brain i've maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm whatever and i'm and i'm gonna kill anybody i see now and she and she does and it's like it was a really nice turn like it's not a big it's not a big turn it's not a big surprise whatever but it was it was good enough to like get me interested for like that last 10 15 minutes where yeah she she like has that weird fight with the with the the mom aged uh giant titted lady uh, <laughs> giant tit monster lady who just like shows up in a in like a a convertible for no reason and just... yeah she's like in a land no she's in a lambo i think oh yeah, yeah. and and i mean her ass is hanging out of her miniskirt when she's like looking in the windows like and you're like, what is going on? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that skirt could have been a couple inches longer. Like, but, but that's yeah, not the, I, but that's not the point. And then like, no, that well, is the point. Is to like, she shows up. She has to look in the window so that she could be in that so position could, where you yeah. do get to do the upskirt shot. Yeah. Just like the wine has to get spilled so that someone gets on their hands and knees and has cleavage out so they can wipe it down and you get to see that shot. Yeah. Every single decision of action that they do, of course the axe gets stuck in the tree so that she has to put a leg up and show her leg and her panties and pull it yeah. back. Yes, every single thing that happens in the movie is just to objectify the women on screen. Yeah. Um, now – they're completely on board. They are 100% all about the objectification. Oh, That's right. how they make money. Right. They're willing participants. This is not yeah. uh, men telling them and them not having a voice. This is what they want. They're completely on board. Watch the end credits and look at them laughing at all of the stuff they're doing and how like raunchy it looks. Yeah. They know. They <laughs> get it. They're cool with it. There, there is a sweet outtake where she's like uh... – where she said something like, oh, I can't find – or get my bag. It's in my keys. <laughs> She's like, oh, shit. <laughs> they, like, they, like, retake it. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they had fun. 
Uh, and it's it's refreshing to see such uh, careless filmmaking, you know, I guess, yeah. in a way. But it's also uh, kind of fucked up to um, to masquerade as a, as a real movie when you really are just softcore, shitty porn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dirty dirty trick uh, getting Kane Hodder to be in that movie and pre-selling the uh, Blu-rays before, you know, anything got out about mm-hmm. it. Um, right. You know, you you got me. You got my thirty bucks. I I don't. I actually don't mind owning it. Like like the cover art is fucking awesome. It's super cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it is fun. Um, you know, I think that it's if anything, it's sort of a memorabilia of like a a weird moment uh, of movie making history. Uh, I don't know how much of this kind of stuff still gets made. It's not necessarily like a trauma type feature. Yeah, um, but it did, it's it along did, those lines. It did feel, um, you know, like a like one of those '80s slashers, but like, but it but it didn't, you know. Right, it didn't because there was too much it was too absurdity much. with it just was, showing yeah, all that was, other stuff. Yeah, there was just too much. There wasn't it, enough like... of the the POV with a slasher, like yeah. you know, because it kind of has that like Jason. Friday the 13th vibe where you see it from their uh, point of view and you hear weird noises and you're like, oh, okay, they're they're going to keep doing this. But then they just abandon it yeah. and you don't see it again. And they weren't really stalking them to begin with, but it doesn't really make sense with why they were yeah. stalking. Uh, every scene that happens, dude, like, you know, the shower scenes, the the wine scenes. Uh, uh. Um, so you mentioned this, this writer-director is known for a film called Muck. Muck. And here's the, like, uh the i don't know if it's the avarice or just how inflated his own ego is or the need to validate his self and his worth or what he's done lead literally tries on uh, i shouldn't say literally because i don't know at least 10 10 maybe more different tanks yeah in one scene in front of the mirror and they all have uh the word muck on it because muck was a film that this guy wrote and directed in 2015 and so whether he made them specifically for the scene or he had all this uh all Le- these tank tops leftovers. and other shirts like around he's got muck panties he's got muck uh baby doll tees and she literally tries on ten puts it on looks at herself and she's like do 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 take it off put on another one do 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 and she, and yeah. there's nothing on it they're kind of talking but really the whole scene is just let's watch her do this you're not even you don't even realize that there's a conversation that's like meaningless yeah it's just watching her change you're like she's not gonna get another one she's getting another one there's okay this has got to be the last one there's no way there's no way that yeah. she's getting a fifth one she's getting a fucking fifth one and the converse <laughs> the conversation six, my, and the conversation seven. in my living room was what the fuck is this muck like what the, like, yeah what is no one knows and i'm like yeah. look at i'm like is do i not know a brand what does muck mean i don't yeah. get it what is why does she have all these fucking muck shirts? Does she like? Does she, is this like a like a farming type thing that they mentioned earlier, and or like it's a company that like does this stuff? Like, is this the university that she just graduated from? What is going on? Yeah, I'm so, so confused because like, it was M- Muck U was one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't it, know. It was and so, Muck U was the shirt. <clears throat> Uh, so just a weird little thing that really is just about him. Like it's funny looking back at how stupid it was um the shower scenes man and then the wine and uh by the end whenever things just go bonkers it's um it's very very weird it's kind of funny like it's similar to we mentioned blood and honey last episode yeah uh and i thought it was really funny the first kill in blood and honey Pooh rips the shirt off the woman that he yeah. stuffs in the wood chipper <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the first thing like, <laughs> like he, gra- he grabs he grabs <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me see those. <laughs> I'm Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I have an insatiable need. And then in this one, it's like the same thing. Uh, so bizarre. What a weird movie, man. Um, and yes, enjoyable I, uh, in its own way. But not a good movie. It completely um, just yeah. weird. It, the twist and everything. Uh, in this one, so Winnie the Pooh, I hated the pacing. This one, I think was better, but still had the same issues. By the time, like, I was all on board with the insanely long shower scenes. Uh, she goes in the shower during the daylight, and then, like, it's nighttime before she gets out of the shower. Uh, <laughs> and then she stays up to watch a movie, like, in the way they're talking. The, the scene, oh, they sleep naked. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they go to the bed. And, like, I was like, okay, oh, she's sleeping topless. That's normal. And then she's like, I'm going to take off my underwear now and get to bed. I'm like, it's kind of weird. But not weird, but you're showing it. Like, usually a film would just, like, she's asleep now. You don't yeah. get to see her completely yeah. disrobed. Yeah. Um, but the pacing after that, after things started to happen, it went, it waved a little bit where it really got kind of boring after yeah. you see, uh, Kane Hodder come out with his, 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 uh, with Darth Maul hedge trimmer set up with sparklers <laughs> on the end. Yeah, like, what is going on? What is, and he's got like, uh, those, uh, those the different multi-packs of, uh, of ammo. Like, uh, those, I have a certain name. I can't remember. It's not Carabiner. It's some Bangalore type fucking thing of like where it's like got additional things on his chest, like you'd see Rambo have. I'm like, why does he have those? Because he's got <laughs> these two hedge trimmers with sparklers on them. I don't understand what's going on. Very yeah, bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it was very bizarre. And then the other one drops through the skylight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a wacky movie. Uh, they had names. Um. Goatface is the one, which obviously is hilarious because of Ghostface. Right, um, right. But I feel like they they did have names for the other goats, uh, but I'm not seeing them yeah, on the thing. Uh, they were on the end credits. It's kind of silly that they don't list it in the IMDb, but that's fine. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron didn't quite know you were talking about the goats, and he thought you were maybe talking about the girls' names, and he uh, chimed in with. Boobs, boobs two, and boobs three. Yeah. <laughs> Wet boobs, squeezed boobs. Like any potential way to view boobs or to include boobs, they did. Like oh, they, they had did. them smashed. They had them. They had them tossing. They had them jiggling. They had them wet. They had them dry. They had them smashed together. So there's cleavage. Like any potential way that you could look at a set of, of boobs. Like this movie's like we're doing it. It was the Gremlins two pitch, but with boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Boobs that are just made out of electricity. <laughs> You're just saying boobs and noun, and I love it. And I love it. It's in the movie. <laughs> All right. I gave it a four. I also gave it a four. And for the podcast, <laughs> for the recently deceased, I'm Nate Roberts. I'm Rodney Godek. Take care. And we'll see you next time.